Hi everyone, welcome back to the Hair Co. Lab podcast. I am your host, Jordan. Um, I wanted to do a special podcast today. It's not that special, but it's very special to me because I really love social media. Basically, I wanted to do a whole episode on how to either build your clientele, how to build your business, how to get started on social media. Um, I went to New York and about six months ago, back in October, and I went for a huge social media conference hosted by um, uh, luxury LVP, Luxury Brand Partners, and they did a really great job. It was a two-day seminar, um, really great information, but you know, I'm, I'm a millennial and I, I always thought about social media as like, okay, I know social media really well, like what else is there to learn? But I learned so much at this conference. Really, it was more or less, it's it was less about like, here's what to post and more like, here's how you can utilize social media for your business um, and to its fullest advantage. Um, especially in the beauty industry, social media is almost like it was created for our industry. It's so rare to find an industry where you can almost use social media as free advertising and gain a following and show your work and show your artistic craft. It's just like there's so many amazing things that you can use social media for in this industry, whether it be makeup or aesthetics or cosmetology or um, you're a specialist at something. There's so many options. So I just wanted to go through a few of my tips and tricks for y'all. I do run um, social media pages for three fairly large, um, well, it's one company technically, but I am a social media manager professionally, like that is my job. That is one part of my job that I do. So I run all of the pages for um, three different branches, I guess you could say, of one company. So I'm very, very familiar with um, what to post, what kind of content you need, what to say, what not to say, what to do, things that I've learned along the way. I've been doing it for a year now, so um, definitely it has changed me um, and how I approach social media and technology in general, especially with our industry. So I just wanted to go through a few of them today with y'all. So um, this could be for you if you're looking to grow your business, um, like I said, either girl or clientele, or if you're just wanting to um, utilize your social media platforms as a building tool for you. Anyways, let's get right into it. So if you're wanting to go ahead and build your business up, the first thing that you need to do before you sign up for any accounts is you need to start a brand or a logo or a name for yourself. So like, for example, my podcast name, I utilized my podcast name, Hair Collab. I thought of it probably about two and a half years ago, and I actually utilized it for something else that I was wanting to do with some of my friends. Um, but we ended up, you know, not really doing anything with it. And I just really love the name. Like it's kind of like hair collab, um, but it's like hair co and then lab. Um, so it's like a hair company and then a laboratory. I don't know. I just thought like the name just had a really cool meaning to me and it can go a couple different ways, but I really love the name of my podcast, um, or of, you know, I love that name that I chose for it. And when I thought of it, I was like, (gasps) 
I really love it. Like I, I was really proud that I had thought about it and I don't know. But, um, and also the logo that I have is actually, um, a logo that I drew out on my iPad by hand. So, um, really coming up with a really cool, catchy, um, something that is meaningful to you as far as a name. Um, and then also coming up with a logo that you can use to either watermark photos or, you know, logos that you can put as your, um, photo on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, your profile picture, um, and just kind of setting a tone or a name or a feeling to your brand. So for example, if you go to like Urban Decay, their, you know, Instagram profile picture is their logo. You know their logo, the UD, you know that, like if you see the UD, you automatically know, hey, that's Urban Decay. Their name, Urban Decay, is just kind of like, kind of a grungy, glittery, glitter and grease type of name. It really, really well suits the brand. I mean, if you know Urban Decay, you know their makeup, you know the brand, you know the logo, everything is on point. Um, I'll talk about consistency in just a minute, but you really want that consistency. So for me, Herco Lab, I feel like that's a really clean name. It's really simple. It's, you know, easy to write. And I really like that simplicity, um, easiness of it. And that's what I wanted in the logo. I didn't want any crazy colors. I didn't want any, you know, messiness or whatever on it. I just wanted simple HCL. That's all I wanted. So really thinking of what kind of um, mood or what kind of tone you want to set for your brand and having that be kind of like your pathway to find your logo, to find your name. Um, so really finding that one thing. And this can change, you know, if you're currently working at a salon, you know, you could do um, hair by Stephanie or, you know, you could do uh, styles by Stephanie or, you know what I mean? Just something kind of keep it you can keep it with your name if you would like to, or if you want to start something completely different. Um, but really, that's going to set the tone kind of for your whole brand. Um, and, you know, that's what you are. You're going to be a brand. So even if it is just you or even if it is your salon, what you're portraying through your social media is your brand. Um, it doesn't matter if it's a picture or the words or tweets or Facebook posts, that is going to be your brand. So um, that's a very important thing to start out with. You want it to be, you know, something like I said, that's meaningful to you and that people can get automatically, um, you know, ensuring, you know, the spelling is correct and all that stuff. And, you know, maybe finding a cool font, maybe even getting somebody to design something for you. There's so many different ways you can go with this, but have it be definitely uniquely you um, or your salon or your business, whatever. So um, that's really my first step is you have to have that brand before you can market because branding and marketing are two completely different things. Branding is really um, that, that thing. So branding yourself, like so your name and your logo, things like that. And marketing is actually selling um, and down boiled down to the very basic marketing is selling something so you can't establish you know a, you can't sell anything without establishing that brand or that you know um, logo or that company or whatever so you know I give the example of like a celebrity if you didn't know who the celebrity was and they were trying to sell you for example, right now, sugar bear hair on Instagram is really big. You're not going to just start taking some random vitamins. But if you see Kim Kardashian 
Or if you see some celebrity, whoever, you know, saying, I use sugar bear hair, you know that celebrity, you feel like you trust that celebrity, so you are more likely to purchase that product, whatever it is. So really establishing that brand is super, super important. Um, it kind of starts there with everything. My second tip is to see where your clientele is. So um, there's a ton of ways you can Google this, but really seeing where your clientele is as far as, excuse me, social media. So if you are um, kind of younger and you want to tailor to a younger clientele, so maybe that 18 to 35, um, you can look and see where that demographic is. And I believe you can even scroll into it by state, I want to say, possibility maybe. Um, but you can see, you know, where it, where is the demographic of 18 to 35 spending their time? Is it Instagram? Is it Snapchat? Is it Twitter? Is it Facebook? Seeing where that clientele is. So if you're wanting to do those fake, crazy, funky wild and wacky colors, that is going to be that, you know, younger clientele. Now I'm not saying that's only the clientele, you know, that you're wanting to hit because a lot of older people, quote unquote older, 30 plus, 50 plus, 70 plus are also wanting to get crazy colors. So just kind of seeing where you want to put your time um, there's a lot of, you know, great people that I've been reading that are social media geniuses, I guess you could say. And they're like, okay, so where should I spend my time? Should I spend it on Instagram Live? Should I spend it on Facebook Live? Should I do Periscope? Really, you know, it's it's hard to say because if you're doing Periscope and you're getting one, two watchers, but you're doing Facebook Live and you're getting 500 watchers, maybe it's time you put more energy on, you know, what's getting more um feedback or what's getting more watchers or listeners through that avenue. So, um, you know, something hot might come out like Snapchat, whatever, or Instagram live or whatever. But if you're, you're not getting as much, you know, tread and you're not getting, um, what sort I'm trying to use, if you're not getting, um, much from those avenues, you know, it's okay to let something go and, you know, not have to sit there and feel like you have to focus your energy on every single platform that's out there. That was another thing that was really stressful for me when I first started out because I was like, okay, we need to be on Twitter. We need to be on Facebook. We need to be on, you know, Snapchat. We need to do this and this and this. Where are the ones, you know, the social media pages that I run, Instagram and Facebook are our number ones. Um, you know, we had Snapchat, we have Twitter, we have these things, we have our, you know, stuff on all of our, you know, different social media sites, but Instagram and um, Facebook are really where our following is. Um, and that's where we get most of our clientele and most of our um, content, you know, I'm trying to think of the word, what, the, what word am I trying to use? We're getting most of our engagement, there we go, engagement from our followers from those two. So really seeing where your clientele is, um, and where you're wanting to hit, that's going to really help you focus on which social media sites that you need to be utilizing. So that's my second one. My second thing. My next one is post quality and relevant content. So again, this goes along with consistency. So whenever someone's looking at your page, it usually takes two scrolls, three scrolls max to really get a good idea of what this brand is about or what this person is about. 
So if I'm scrolling through somebody's page, you know, I'll, I'll click on their link or whatever. I'll click on their page and I'll scroll one or two times. If I like what I see in those one or two scrolls, I'll most likely give them a follow right then. But if I kind of don't really get what's going on, if they're posting a lot of random content or like a couple of their things will be really good or a couple of their posts will be really awesome, but a couple of them are like, you know, um, trying to sell me something or um, just irre irrelevant content that doesn't really fit with their page, so to say, um, I usually will just kind of give it a couple scrolls and then move on. So with that being said, you want someone to look at your page, give a couple scrolls and then follow you because the more, you know, that you're in their pay that you're there, the more that you are in their feed, whether it be on Twitter or Snapchat or whatever, the more that exposure you will get to that person. <coughs> Excuse me. So with that being said, um, daily almost I will you know open up the pages that I run and I'll scroll through them and I'll think to myself if I was to scroll through this now would I give this page a follow and sometimes it's no and you know that means I'll go back through and I'll clean up some content that I feel like is not relevant to our page or that kind of throws off the flow or the vibe or whatever that we're trying to give um or have someone that you trust look through their page and give you honest feedback um, I know that sounds kind of finicky or whatever. Or it's like my page, I'll do what I want. But if you're really trying to gain a following, you know, starting off there can help you out a lot in the long run. But again, just being consistent and posting really relative relative content. Um, I a lot, a lot of times will go to the popular page as well and just kind of see what's quote unquote hot at that moment. Right now, videos are huge. Um, videos are huge, huge, huge on Facebook, on Instagram on everything. Um, ever since Vine shut down, videos have just been really big on a lot of other um, content creating websites. So videos are big, big, you know, before and after photos are always awesome, you know, crazy makeup and, um, you know, following along with the trends, um, setting trends, not saying that you have to post what everyone else is posting. I definitely encourage you to go outside of your comfort zone, post some new stuff, stuff that people haven't seen before. Like, um, for example, I know um, the digital hair, the pixelated hair type thing that's going around right now, or, um, you know, that's outside people's comfort zone for sure. I remember when I first saw it, I was like, what the hell is this? But now it gets a lot of likes, you know, just something that's kind of crazy, you know, something like that can go viral um, and, you know, cause a great, you know, following on your page, which would be awesome. So... Like I said, see what's relevant, see where, you know, the industry is going. And that's a really cool thing about the beauty industry is it's always constantly changing, whether it be makeup, aesthetics, skincare, nails, facials, um, hair, it's always changing. So kind of see what's out there. Um, my next one, again, kind of goes back to um, your image and being consistent with the image that you're wanting to put out. So yes, go through and check your pages. Like, I cannot say that enough is just kind of step back. That's also with like haircutting or color, kind of step back and give it an overall look. Sometimes we get so into the little baby details that we forget to kind of take a step back and look at everything that we have posted and just kind of see if it all flows. Um, my next tip is build a following using hashtags. 
um, following other people, other artists, other people in your area, um, and uh, engaging with other people. So using hashtags. So I actually have a notes, the notes section on my phone. I have an iPhone. I open up the notes section and I have a whole bunch of hashtags that I use um, pretty frequently kind of already laid out. So I don't have to sit there and type them all out. There's a little tip for you guys. Um, so write all of the hashtags and put them on your notes section. So whenever you write your next, you know, Instagram post and you want to put a bunch of hashtags, just open up your notes, copy and paste into your post on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever you'd like. Um, I do that pretty frequently. Um, so again, using hashtags, if you're trying to build a clientele, using hashtags that are in your area. So whether it be your area code or um, Cincinnati hair or uh, Ohio hairstylist, you know, using your um, hashtags to its greatest advantage because people find their stylist, find their nail artist, find the person that's going to do their makeup for their wedding through social media. I mean, I give the example of, you know, if you're trying to find a new restaurant in the area, the first thing you're going to do is Google or you're going to go to Yelp or you're going to go to Facebook and type in a uh, restaurant in this zip code or a restaurant in this area and you're going to read reviews or you're going to look at pictures and you're going to see what other people thought of this restaurant before you go there. So if people are doing that for restaurants or for doctors or for dentists or for vets or whatever, they're going to do it with their hair, their makeup, their nails. So um, definitely utilize those hashtags because I have seen amazing people, you know, gain a clientele from just simple hashtags um, and really seeing what's out there. So um, my last one, again, is engaging with people. So commenting back on people's um, comments on your stuff. And, you know, if you get a review, thanking them for the review. If you get a nasty review, um gearing it towards, hey, thank you so much for letting me know. I'll send you a private message. Um, that's one of my biggest tips for nasty reviews and nasty comments is really taking it away from the public eye and bringing it into a private message situation. Um, especially like with Yelp or with Facebook, people can leave amazingly, fantastically terrible reviews. Um, and just acknowledging the review saying, hey, thank you so much for letting me know. Go ahead and look out in your inbox. And I'm going to be sending you a message here in just a minute. Just so um, the rest of your following knows that you did read the message, you acknowledge it, and you're handling it privately. Just so it doesn't become a popcorn in hand situation in like 37 million comments later. Um, it's a mess. So that would be my tip for that. So but really engaging with your audience and commenting on other people's work and collaborating with other artists in your area. Um, that's a great way to gain a following. That's a great way to see what's out there and to get your name out there. Um, and to just be part of the industry in your area. It's a great, great way to do that. Next one is you need to be truthful, honest and stay out of the drama. Again, that goes back to the nasty comments. Um, you know, don't feed the haters, I guess you could say, because um, once people see that you're going to be successful, people are going to post weird stuff on your page and they'll comment and say, "Ew, this is gross or this looks stupid or whatever. You know, people love to post stuff like that. I mean, if you've been on the Internet for any amount of time, you totally know what I'm talking about. Um, but being also truthful and honest, again, so if you're wanting to sell something on Facebook or on Instagram or sell something through your brand, um, and even if you feel like you're not selling, 
you kind of are because you're selling your services, you're selling yourself to your following and to your clients. Um, so you are selling, so you need to be truthful and honest. So, you know, it, a lot of times companies will contact you to pay and pay you a lot of money to post a post, you know, if you're becoming an influencer somehow or gaining a really great following, sometimes companies, like I said, will contact you and say, hey, we want you to promote this product. Really being honest with your following and um, your clientele and being truthful always really is the best policy. I mean, you can never go wrong with it. Um, it really just shows a different side of you to your following if you stay truthful and honest with them. So I would always, always, always recommend it. Um, especially as a brand, especially if you're a salon, especially if you're a makeup artist, just being really super honest with everything, you know, never hiding anything from your followers, um, because they will find out, trust me. I have seen way too many call out posts and videos just being, you know, being so nasty to these people that have life large followings. Um, like I said, People on the internet are very smart and they find out everything somehow. So just being honest with them um, will kind of keep you out of all of that. And my last piece of advice is to keep on keeping on. Um, again, consistency is key. Never give up on it. It'll take a while to start to build that following and to build that clientele and to build that brand and business. Um, it does not happen overnight. Trust me. I wish it did. Sometimes it does if some random act of God happens and all of a sudden your your post is viral, but it usually takes a couple of months to a couple of years to build that following. Um, so keep on keeping on. Don't give up. It will be there eventually for you, I promise. But, um, you know, if you build that if you build that clientele and that following slowly but surely, the more um, they'll stick with you in the long run. But um, those are my top tips. I wish you guys all the best in your social media endeavors. Um, it's tough out there, but that is where our world is going as far as building your business. It is all happening online. <laughs> so some hate it, some love it, but either way, it's the truth. Um, I hope you guys are having a great rest of your weekend, and I will see you guys on the next pod. Um, email me. I would love to answer any of y'all's questions regarding hair, regarding building your business, marketing, branding yourself, etc., etc. Um, I think that's all I have. Awesome. You guys have a great rest of your night. Bye.